Palau's president is already garnering support from Pacific leaders to commit to sustainable ocean management. Palau's Blue Prosperity Funding Plan has been established with the hope of raising anywhere from half a billion to a billion dollars through bilateral arrangements and philanthropy. President Surungal Whips Jr. said he met with various groups and leaders while in Rarotonga at the Pacific Islands Forum Leaders Summit and encouraged them to get on board. He spoke with Lydia Lewis from Dubai, who started off by asking him about his COP28 priorities. I'm excited about COP. COP is really important because we all see the reports. The Global Stock Tech says we're way behind. At our current trajectory, you're going to be at three degrees. That's way above 1.5, which we all committed to in uh, 2015 at, uh, in Paris. We need to raise our ambitions. And we need to cut uh, emissions by 42%. Uh, you know, we need, to, we need the world to be serious about this. Uh, we cannot continue uh, on this track. It's catastrophic to uh, small island states or big ocean states like Palau and and many of the uh, Pacific Islands. And uh, we need to uh, call for action. Uh, we, need, we, need, we need the world, uh, everyone, to take responsibility and to act. Uh, the time is now. So, Are you disappointed that the President of the United States will not be attending? What signal does that send to Pacific nations? <clears throat> you know, this is an important COP. Um, they're saying most important since... Uh, uh, Paris, and uh, the United States is the world's largest emitter, uh, and has been for years. Uh, needs to be active. It needs to show leadership, and of course, uh, uh, not having Biden here uh, definitely uh, weakens, uh, at least, uh, our, or gives us um, concern about our hope for the future. It's so important that world leaders come together. And uh, we were, we definitely had wished that uh, Biden will be here, but I know he's sending his top representatives, and and I know that he's committed uh, to climate change. His policies have pushed for that, and I, I don't think this in any way it takes away from the U- U- U.S.'s goal uh, to promote uh, um, uh, climate change policies. Uh, but of course, having him in person is 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 a stronger statement. But uh, what's more important is is the actions that his government is taking. And I, and I believe that the U.S. has come a long ways and continues uh, its leadership position in advocating for uh, strong policies uh, to combat climate change. So, Is advocating, though, for strong policies enough? Well, I mean, the U.S. has put up money. Uh, they need to put more, but so does China and so does India and so does all these other big emitters of the world. I think... You know, the focus is always on the U.S., but there's Australia, there's uh, China, there's India, there's the EU. I mean, everybody's got to step it up. And and, uh, uh, the U.S. is a leader and an important leader, and we need to get the rest of the world to also act accordingly. And in terms of Blue Prosperity, um, has there been any action on that? Uh, has anybody signed it? I, I understand from our last, the last time we spoke, you handed Pacific leaders documents in Rarotonga. So when we were in uh, Rarotonga, uh, we were able to get a commitment from Pacific leaders. So that was why it was reflected in the communique, their support of the Blue 
unlocking blue Pacific prosperity. Uh, we all agreed that the COP would be the great opportunity to demonstrate to the world our commitment to protecting managing them because, as you know, they're the largest uh, carbon sink. And so, so critical in our um, uh, fight for climate change. And the uh, plan is on December 3rd, there will be uh, an event. So we launch and then on December 5th, Pacific leaders will sign. Now, there are a lot of uh, presidents and heads of state that weren't able to make it, partly because of uh, other commitments and, of course, conflict in the Middle East. However, we've gotten assurances that their representatives that will be here at least can uh, sign on their behalf. So we don't know if all, every country will sign, but we know that a, a vast majority of the PIF countries will at least commit at this COP. So we're excited about that and, and uh, uh, to partner with our partners here, especially philanthropy and governments uh, in this uh, effort. So. The New Zealand government intends to reopen New Zealand waters to oil and gas exploration, despite the United Nations saying the world is on track to produce around 110% more fossil fuels in 2030. What is your message to the new New Zealand government? Uh, all I can say is what a backward uh, position that, a, that a, an island that is part of the Pacific Island Forum that uh, understands should understand uh, the challenges that we're facing now going backwards on their commitments. Uh, New Zealand, Pacific Island, and a member of the forum should take a leadership role and should be active in doing all they can to transition away from fossil fuels. That's what they should be working on. Uh, they shouldn't be going out and uh, exploring more gas and oil. Palau has the same issues. We, we have oil and gas in our waters. Palau has been active and said, uh, if we're going to be a leader and we're, we're going to commit, then we need to do our part. We cannot just talk about islands going under but not do our part. So Palau has not uh, uh, you know, gone after oil and gas explorations. We have a ban on deep sea mining, a ban on all those things because we're committed uh, to the protection of our ocean. So it is very disturbing uh, that New Zealand, uh, as a Pacific island, that uh, – as part of the Pacific family would take such a drastic action.